Greetings, greetings. What an honor it is to be with you another day. This is Derek Ingram Jr. And my topic today is the great endeavor. I'm actually reading from the book of Ephesians chapter 4. And I'm going to cover the first three verses, beginning at verse 1. It says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you, that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. And verse 3 is where we'll stop, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. The reading of, of God's Word is already blessed. You know, as I look at this passage, besides our Lord and Savior, I see a clear picture of the servant of God, Moses, which is known as the meekest, which he is known as the meekest man that ever lived. And, and I think it's so amazing, you know, um, I, I was looking at this, you know, and thinking about the story in Numbers chapter 12. Um, if you can recall, Miriam and Aaron were conspiring against Moses. And the scripture says that God heard it. Their conspiring was about two things mainly. First thing was that he married an Ethiopian woman. I don't know, they probably were prejudiced. And second of all, they had a problem that God was speaking through Moses and then Moses speaking through them. They felt that Moses wasn't the only prophet in Israel or the only one that God could speak through. But the scripture says, and God heard it. I know we're talking about the great endeavor today. And if you're wondering what the topic is mainly concerning, it's concerning our endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace among our brothers and, and among our sisters in the Lord. It's, it's our endeavor, it's our charge to make sure that we do all that's within our power to spread and propagate unity. I want you to see the attitude of Moses because the Bible says right there in Numbers 12 that God called a meeting, and urged a quick meeting with all three of them, Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. And God begins to open the accusation. Basically, God begins to tell Moses what he didn't hear. I'm telling you, when God has your back, he has your back. He begins to tell Moses what he didn't hear Miriam and Aaron discussing about him and the Bible says that the wrath of God was kindled against them after God had already laid out the accusation and the Bible says that this, the presence of God lifted from off the tabernacle now what happens next is what we need to take note of because the Bible says that Aaron noticed that Miriam was leprous as snow in other words she became a leper by because of the wrath of God and right then in that moment listen to Moses now how many of us would have stood back and said uh, 
Yeah, this is what you get when you mess with God's anointed. But I want you to see the attitude of Moses, the meekest, meek and lowly. Just how the scripture describes right here in Ephesians 4, lowly and meek. He, he goes to God now. He becomes an intercessor on behalf of Miriam. And he says, God, heal her now. And I want you to see the reaction of God. Because remember now, the wrath of God is in, uh, is in motion. This is what God says to them. And I, and I tell you, God doesn't play, man. Whenever I see the scripture, I'm telling you, I say, wow. We serve a mighty serious God. He says, if her father but spit in her face, put her outside of the, the camp for seven days, and after seven days, take her back in. In other words, God said, look here, nothing happening. She's going to be a leper for seven days, and after the seven days, then she's going to be brought back in. And the scripture goes on to say that after the seven days, then they uprooted and they moved to their next destination. But the amazing thing is, there are so many things to glean here. Moses endeavoring. I, I, I think that it's amazing. You know, how many of us would have called it a loss? And you could, you got to look at this now. This is his brother and his sister now that's turned against him. So sometimes we are shocked. And we are appalled when accusations and and people turn against us. No, it's nothing is closer than your own flesh and blood. These were the ones that were backbiting him and were gossiping about him. But he still, in turn, realized that he needed them in this journey. He needed them. It, yes, they had their flaws, and I'm sure he had his also. But he realized that they were important to him enough that he fought for them. And, and in this case, the very perpetrator, Miriam. And even though God didn't answer his prayer, I believe that that stands as a model for us. Not only as leaders, but as leaders especially, but as people of God. Understanding that God has called a body, he's called a unit of people to lift up his kingdom and there are going to come a time when we're going to have to even endeavor to keep the unity in the midst of those that backbite and those that persecute us from within so I want to encourage you this is our great endeavor we've got to endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace God is for you so no one can be against you Blessings on you.